I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on uh, Monday. No show yesterday. Uh, just hella busy. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of stuff to do. I was on For All Nerds. They did a Mandalorian uh, all-star review. And it's out now everywhere that you can find out For All Nerds. They got a YouTube, everything, Twitch channel. Go check it out. I had a lot of good time, a lot of fun talking nerd stuff. You guys know I love nerding out, and you know I have a good time when I'm over there hanging out with the crew. So um, it was uh, it was fun. Um, and you know, spoiler alert, I like things. So I did like the last season of The Mandalorian. So, uh, you know, you got to hear a range of perspectives. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Um, also yesterday we did Keith and the Girls last week on Keith and the Girl, mm-hmm. which if you're a crossover fan between both of us, that's where we wrap up the things that they said on their show throughout the week and we kind of interview them and ask them behind the scenes questions so you can find out which guests were assholes. You can find out uh you know what's going on in their personal lives that they haven't talked about on the air get updates and stuff um and then just we like to hang out we tell we always end up telling stories i'm always in my head about how long the episodes are because you know I, i'm 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 trying to make them shorter and i take i take less notes and stuff but the truth is i realize at some point we like talking to each other and uh, yes and so we gonna talk <laughs> yeah like we all have jokes about how long the show is but if we're being honest uh every time we all get an opportunity to get together and talk it's not like everyone so everyone else is doing all the talking we're all mm-hmm. contributing and uh like that always ends up being a fun time um and then i submitted my first draft for the podcast i'm writing for uh with michael harriet's uh podcast is coming out um and uh you know uh this morning i submitted it yesterday and then this morning uh like the the main person that's over it uh emailed me this morning to say that she was only on page two and she was already laughing out loud and i was like whew good you know not not that i thought i was doing a bad job or anything but just you know i was trying to out my shit is out there (laughs) (laughs) they said we could do anything we wanted so i was like hey you you let the imagination go and yeah you know i'm not gonna lie it's one of those things where (laughs) i'm you know uh it uh big you know like i said dream big i do have kind of big dreams i don't know if we would ever do this but i would love to have the money where you get these ideas and we could just go we could just mm-hmm. hire people hire people to do things hire people to create things and draw things and just go because the ideas you have sometimes are just so beautiful and sometimes they're just little small skits and they don't even have to be that long but I would just love to just be able to do a lot of that stuff kind of in house and if it goes somewhere it goes somewhere if it doesn't it doesn't but just for the fact that I would like to be able to just do those things and just have a ball just putting those things out into the universe because there are other people that really enjoy uh, a lot of the things that you do in your thought process they would really like it thank you I, yeah that's definitely something i've thought about in the past i think that's why i say I, every time i get an opportunity to do something i'm kind of learning for myself too I, like you know it's, i'm thankful for the opportunities i'm thankful for you know the money and all that type of stuff that comes with it but the main thing is uh i'm always just learning and in this case i wrote i'm writing something narrative i haven't really wrote, written a lot of narrative stuff and it's sketchy and, and 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 by which i mean it's like a sketch mm-hmm. um 
and like you know i had like some kind of almost rick and morty-ish type of hijinks some like breaking the fourth wall type of stuff in there and you know i'll get feedback and see if if it works for the voice of the show that they want to make but you know they really empowered us to like kind of swing for the fences and to do what we want to do yeah and i'm sure if i got another story i wouldn't do it the exact same way but like you know i wanted to kind of put my own imprint on it in a way that someone else probably wouldn't think of um so hopefully you know at some point y'all will get to hear that and hear the final version and maybe when they put the final version out depending on what else changed i'll let y'all know what the idea was going into it but yeah that um i'm looking forward to it that sounds like a lot of fun somebody said imdb yeah roger got an imdb i looked and i see an imdb from uh, oh from both show i okay. looked in and i clicked and it had your name and it had you all up in all up in imdbs <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool i didn't even i haven't even checked to know that so <laughs> yeah that's dope um you know so you got imdb credit one of these days we're gonna get a wiki page you know come on we're gonna get a wiki page let's go that, i don't know how that process I works i don't know i don't know, I know if we you already, submit it. I, I don't know how that works we already got some stuff on tvtropes.com so you know mm-hmm. people people are documenting the history over here um but yeah so that's um that's why we were so busy yesterday and why mm-hmm. you didn't get a show um and like i said i'll be busy throughout the week because i'm gonna be working on that and you know it's not like super time consuming but you have to set time aside to, to think about and do that stuff right. at least i do um so i think i said official weapon and stuff already so uh taser bullet bullet ball of string yeah yeah so i guess we can go ahead and kind of start getting into the show it's a big big news day today well, what happened a lot of stuff um, let's start with the with the with the music and then we'll get into uh the news okay oh shit now oh shit i need to put on my heels and go hit the streets (laughs) hey regular ass news hey let's do this pretty funky Um, i like that let's get into the news so the first thing uh tucker carlson is leaving fox news and it looks like he was kind of fired i'm sure it was a mutually agreed to part ways press release but his last show was friday he didn't know it was his last show so that to me that says fire you got fired then because if it was mutually exclusive everybody would have known he gave an announcement like hey just let y'all know i'm not gonna be here no more yeah and it makes me wonder like if he was if that's how he got out of there is it because of the dominion lawsuit there was a 788 million dollar settlement his face is one of the biggest faces of fox news and one of the biggest faces of people that was putting out information that wasn't true he had behind the scenes emails that leaked that tell you his role in it and tell you the fear in correcting the lie and trying to shut down people who were telling the truth about the election not being stolen and stuff so i wonder if it, it this is my guess but i wonder if to him it's like let me just leave or to them let, let's get him out of here because the odds of him really going on air and retracting shit i think is pretty low yeah he I, don't want to be he don't even want to be that guy in the first place and then they have to pay this money at some point to some extent his leadership and him being the biggest name 
kind of cost them you know because yeah. his email show he was one of the main people like nah let's keep lying and also the thing is for every company once you once i came to this conclusion it made it easier to determine why business do what they do mm-hmm. you know what you do at your job you either save your job money or you make your job money if you right. lose your job money whatever you lose them if it's bigger than your salary it is not worth it to them right. it is not worth the investment and so you know the almost billion dollars they got to pay they're like no dog that is worth more than what we pay you probably per year or either if we pay you more we're paying a huge chunk of your salary so we'd rather let you go than to deal with this and it could be one of them things where they told him he had to apologize he said fuck that they was like well then you got to go yeah he was also at the center of a new york lawsuit against fox against fox news lodge by a former head booker and senior producer who charged she was subjected to sexism and hostility while working on his show um and uh like someone in the chat said like they think that's the reason i'm like except fox really hasn't shown a propensity to care about that shit like mm-hmm. they only move on that stuff when they have no choice like when right bill o'reilly has nine people come out then they're like all right he gotta go right so my personal belief is that they hadn't lost that lawsuit they just ride that shit out yes they do like they don't seem to be the type to get rid of people for sexual harassment and shit mm-hmm. like that's their jam what are we talking about here um but yeah it's it's um it was kind of interesting a lot of people celebrated this um as i'm you know as i i I feel like that's appropriate he's a pretty terrible person and he's been there forever and he's become the biggest face of white supremacy on mainstream news i think if you want to call fox news that on a i guess a mainstream channel Mm-hmm. somebody else will pick him up trust it's always somebody or he'll go money. into business for himself yeah like yeah yeah start his own his own network people like his own that podcast yeah. yep there's a blueprint a lot speaking of times of, they end up making more money branching out on their own than they do when they associate with the companies speaking of which don lemon is out at cnn and he didn't know and what's crazy wow. is that fox and cnn did not coordinate neither, nobody knew the other people were doing this Mm. now don lemon has been more embattled over the past few weeks mm-hmm. and there's clearly been like a uh slurring or i don't even know what you I, I would say it's a targeted campaign against him you could tell from the leaks yes he didn't do himself any favors he did say some dumb shit on the air about nikki haley being and women of a certain mm-hmm. age being out of their prime trying to be sassy and snarky towards her and uh and i don't mean that in like the pejorative sassy but Mm-mm. like I'm, I'm sassy you know uh michael harrod is sassy you know i mean it that way anyway he um he was trying to be like snarky snarky there you go that's the mm-hmm. acceptable uh left left-leaning word uh he was trying to be snarky towards her because she was talking about people being old and too old to run being in office and then he was like well you got to be careful with that because some people think a woman of this age is in their prime and of course all the women took offense to that like that's no you know it's that thing i always say don't tell me we go low on the left we don't we never go low and when you go even a tad bit low everyone fucking takes a charge and and, and, it goes you're a bad person so you really can't do that like if you think if you want to talk about chris christie's weight and you work at cnn don't like just say you don't like his policies keep it above board whatever jab you think you're gonna get in that's kind of funny you know like yeah if you uh, got a podcast 
independent if you um have some type of platform where you're on your own but if you report to any liberal bosses or some shit that's not gonna any they're gonna hold you accountable in a way that they that that the other side will never hold themselves accountable so you can't even fight that fight and don't believe these people and don't give into the pressure of just be petty and don't even believe it they will turn on you and leave you out on the island by yourself yeah and they say that when they have no accountability or responsibility but like i said in their own individual life they put up and deal with shit all of the time and they wouldn't dare do that yeah and so don is you know a dude that tried to be petty and they terminated him he put out a statement on social media uh his like twitter account one of those like state i guess i don't i don't even know what you call that font you know it's like, it was, it was, you know what you call the font because the font i think I is saw, it kind of sans what fun is this i think i saw dragonfly jones make a great description of it and i retweeted it so let me see if i can find what he said because it made me laugh so hard um but yeah he was he was talking about how to find um uh, oh let me pull up my different twitter but yeah he was he was talking about how the font looks like what how google looks when you google uh how to beat a speeding ticket without a lawyer <laughs> oh no <laughs> and that legal font yeah, yeah. it's just i mean it's just like it wasn't even legal it's just like this blue it looks almost like handwriting it's so fucking is it in cursive or something it's so stupid oh uh, it's not cursive exactly but it just looks so fucking stupid oh uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to pull it up now i'm sorry uh but once i pull it up everybody's gonna be like oh yeah i've seen that when i had a search that just didn't go the way it was supposed to go <laughs> a search that went left it's like if you google like how to sneak, sneak drugs through an airport it's the font that come up oh no that let you know like you're going to jail yeah, that's what that okay. means i found it hold on i'm gonna pull it up guys uh <laughs> let me share my screen um but man that that dude cracks me up man he's so funny they they also have a great podcast they do um, we haven't had them on in a while I get jenkins them back. and jones I get them back on so y'all can see it on my screen my my twitter yeah okay so this is what the fun look like oh no <laughs> oh blocky and shit what is that it's not even like the notes app what is this i don't know and we all know this font when we see it of like the the like this is not information that you can depend on when you read the, when you see this pop up on google you be like this may or may not work i might be <laughs> someone says an aerial font that's what yeah. it is an aerial this the motherfucking undercover cop font that <laughs> <laughs> like i should have known it wasn't true to, it didn't even it wasn't even typed right did they bold ariel yeah so he put i was informed this morning by my agent that i've been terminated by cnn i am stunned after 17 years at cnn i would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly i'm be honest through everything i've been seeing on social media the leaks the articles about other stuff he said to people and his quote-unquote diva-like behavior which could have some homophobic connotations to it i'm not sure right but whatever that shit uh the writing was on the wall they was trying to get you out of here because it's like as soon as he got suspended it was like every story because you know you're not really gonna find sexual harassment stories of him like doing things sexual to women supposedly um but talking down to people saying some shit over the course of 17 years as loosey-goosey as they play it on cnn Mm -hmm. as fucked up as he's been in the past about racial stuff before he kind of had his black awakening 
um as you know the drunk uh new year's eve stuff i feel like it would be easy to find something on a person that's been on camera over the course of 17 years on cnn it just it just feels msnbc uh doesn't do the drunk shit you know they're a little bit more whatever now that being said i'll play the clip that people said they think may have got him fired give me a second but i'll finish reading the statement first at no time was i ever given any indication i would not be able to continue to do the work that i have loved at the network it is clear that there are some larger issues at play with that said i want to thank my colleagues and the many teams i've worked with for an incredible run they are the most talented journalists in the business and i wish them all the best um so that was his statement um uh trying to see oh wait i'm still on his page let me go to my page um i think i shared where he actually has a um there's a clip going around that some people are like they think this is what got him fired now let me know if y'all can hear if y'all can't hear this in the chat please let me know respect i find i find your explanation reductive and actually insulting including to black americans to say that black people today compared to 1964 1865 haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured and the second amendment was black part people, of the hang on, please freedom. i cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear so uh, hang on one second so to say that that black people say, say what you said again black people secured their freedoms after the civil war it is a historical fact don just study it only after their second amendment rights were secured they were not secured their freedom and i guess he's talking to gop presidential candidate vivek ramaswamy who appears to be like indian american um and he's he's telling don lemon about i guess black people's history uh and freedom and yeah it's going to get worse freedoms after the civil war that it's not you you are discounting the uh, reconstruction you're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the civil war when it comes to african americans including the whole reason that the civil rights movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the civil war and that things turned around people were tried to change the freedoms that were supposed and to And you know how they the got civil it war they got their second amendment rights and they actually got the NRA played a big role in that but today down the What? No they did not Fuck them did niggas. Not, did not play a big role. This is just historical fact. This but down, historical the, fact. The, the part that I just find because you say it's historical the fact. Part that I find insulting right. is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have the gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the, the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's and where I you and I have the a different point of view. Black and white that black people don't have in this here, country, here, and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin we should have this debate without me regarding views, you as a black man insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen that you're That's sitting what I think here whatever ethnicity you are explaining to me whatever ethnicity about I'm what it's like to be black whatever America. ethnicity I'm, I'm i'll tell you what i am i'm an indian american i'm proud of it but i think we should have this debate black white doesn't matter i think we should have this on debate the content of the ideas do it you should do it in an honest way and in a I fair way and what you're doing is not an honest and fair way we appreciate you coming on with due respect don i look forward to continuing that conversation thank you the conversation thank you so much Thank you, Papa. We'll talk about China. Yes, let's talk about China. Next time you come back. Oh, thank you. Much to say on declaring independence from China. Okay, something you can add on. Thank you. Thank you. you. And so the the person that shared this, Aaron Rupar, according to the New York Times, this interview that Don Lemon conducted last week with Vivek Ramaswamy played a role in his firing. Note co-host Poppy Harlow sitting silently while Don goes after Vivek. 
or vivek um so the thing i will say like i saw some people celebrating some people don't i don't i feel agnostic on don lemon in that um i do recognize that he was out here saying some extremely anti-black harmful shit uh a long time ago i feel like he's kind of changed course firmly had a lot of integrity when it came to racial stuff on the show and whatnot i do kind of feel like he's a bit of a uh i don't know like like a like he sees his role as commentary but i don't know that it's always informed commentary and maybe there's not enough time for informed commentary four or five days a week uh when you're having such a flex flex of schedules and guests and stuff like he does maybe that's the issue for me and i would like someone that could specialize or whatever or maybe those people don't do good tv maybe there are people that know better and that have a better grasp on the facts and stuff but the facts don't always make good tv right no they do not um but i don't think he got fired for any of the stuff that the people celebrating him being fired for at least on their left i don't think he got fired for those reasons so i'm not really sure that this is some mark of progress i don't i'm not even sure he got fired for the comments uh about uh nikki haley and women i'm not sure he got fired for the quote-unquote diva behavior it seems like to me my guess is a lot of these corporate cable news companies on the left are still envious of the ratings of the the conservative cable news stuff yes they are and uh the 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 host who are the most left-leaning and the most like outspoken and the most quick to clap back and often look the blackest right they're they not gonna let you say shit and slide they're gonna call you out yeah i i and i do get that there's there's a side to this that's always gonna be true and i think it's hard for us to admit it especially if you listen to our show because we ain't got no bosses Mm-mm. so it's hard to 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 admit it but when you have a boss there's a certain level of like here's what we want from you and if tiffany decides fuck it i ain't doing it that way i'm gonna be talking shit about these republicans and y'all just gonna have to deal with it to me i'm like yeah you kind of are signing your death warrant you are gonna get fired you don't have the power and the influence to pull that move off on a weekend show don lemon doesn't have the power to really even with 17 years in when now when you get a new ceo or a new boss of of your network and they have a this is the new line and you go i'm not doing that shit i'm doing the way i want to do it the mark is on your back you put the mark on there yourself and so i'm my thinking is that that's why they got let go i don't think he got let go for the other reasons that you know like i don't think i don't think those white people are still upset with what he said at ferguson i don't think they care about his bill o'reilly was right moment i don't think they care about even the the women be past their prime i really think they're like this motherfucker keeps talking about race he brings on people uh that are republicans and he don't pay lip service to it he fucking goes back at them we don't want that for the dinner of the network we want this to be a hub for charles barkley to talk to gail king you know what i mean like we want this to be a hub for that kind of stuff to be accepted and welcomed and treated as if it is valid and viable and just another opinion 
and i think don lemon made a choice at some point that he wasn't doing that kind of stuff anymore and i think that's why he got let go agreed and that has the with particularly with the change in management because they've had a change in management that had to do because he had his own tv show like primetime tv show they took him from that and all of a sudden he's doing tv show with a host of people so it's been a slow tick at literally making him get out of there because a lot of people would have been like hey i'll go for my own show to co-host a lot of people are like fuck this i quit but he was like nah i'm gonna keep my job i'm gonna go ahead and go through the process i saw he's survived 17 years so he's been up and down he's had his mm-hmm. own show he's lost his own show he's hosted his the late night news hour he's hosted the primetime news hour like i can get why it's it is a surprise to him i think it's not surprising to me because it's just to like you said the trend seems to have been set a minute ago and honestly like he doesn't really do himself a lot of favors i'm not talking about the racial commentary it's like he's a pretty defiant kind of guy like even when the first like thing dropped about how people were offended as comments he like kind of played it off like whatever you know like kind of like i said what i said <laughs> and then eventually when they called him in the office they were like you have to apologize and you won't be on the air for a week and then it was like oh, okay i guess i did fuck up i'm sorry everybody you know like it, so i don't know good luck to to him or whatever i'm sure he'll land somewhere but and yeah and my thing and it's really really uh fucked up because you know as quote-unquote liberal as the people on the left claim they uh, are a lot of white people have a lot of influence and they're the ones that's making these quote-unquote liberal left people are making these decisions and they are the ones that's pushing a lot of these black and brown people out of these positions and putting them in putting them in in time slots that don't get as many eyes and things like that and it's one of those things where they're trying to cater towards the audience that will never come like i don't mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand like the people y'all never gonna get the oan y'all never gonna get y'all not gonna get those people and then you don't cater to the audience you have and then you wonder why your ratings go down because people that was like oh i like don lemon or i like you know whoever you know the black or brown or other person is i like them you took them off the air for some people they go that's the only reason why i was over here fuck out and i'm gone also a woman laura coates lost her anchor spot a black woman at cnn um so and black people reportedly that work there are furious because it looks like an unblackening so this is the other point i wanted to make a kind of a bigger philosophical point but i've we said on this show for years at this point when obama got in office there were a lot of black people who got to eat yes black people that white people typically do not care about their opinions Mm-mm. work their way into our like media landscape because white people clearly did not understand the barack obama black voter phenomenon they needed people to, exp- to explain it people that could go in spaces they have no access to people that folks trust um and also opposition wise they needed black faces to say they don't like obama you know because the white people said it looked kind of racist but if you can get you know the brilliant black person that you know you go to for all the black commentary to come in and tell you why you don't like obama well that's not racist at all that's just you know clearly that person just being fair now is it a coincidence that almost every intellectual black person that gets on the air kind of don't like obama i don't know but (laughs) but it seems to work out that way right um to a certain extent and i think what when with obama kind of disappearing from um obviously the political landscape as far as like being in front of camera because 
what people will never admit is he almost had to go away because the backlash to just reasonable ass obama was so unreasonable and triggering white folks that we got trump we got trump because racism allowed that shit to happen because they were fucking furious at a black man leading america Mm -hmm. and i don't think is that much deeper than that Mm -mm. and i really don't think it's anything barack obama can do about that and i think everything that people claim to want from him that's like more militant and more whatever would have just made the reaction even worse than it was and it was pretty fucking bad so my point being there was gonna come a time when they were just gonna get tired of that shit white people are not fitting to capitulate the blackness forever it's Mm -mm. just that's what privilege is is what privilege does we all have privilege in different areas Mm -hmm. and there is a limit to most human beings which you know is empathetically i say this not judgmentally there's a limit to almost all human beings that they're not going to push themselves aside from the story forever at some point they're gonna want they're gonna care about themselves more so than they care about the cause or the movement or helping everybody else you're just you're a human being is just gonna get to everyone has a time and i feel like especially after trump we got like a little bit more of a return to the we need some black people actually it was george floyd we need some black people we need some black people that fucking library card that book is returned it's time to return it yep they are done reading that book that book if it ain't finished whatever they're adding that that book they have put the bookmark in it close the book and return it to the library and i think you're seeing an unblackening again of these networks and shit because it's like we don't need these black opinions we don't care Mm-mm. um we we're tired of trying to act like we care because it's never ending because so is racism <laughs> so is prejudice so is anti-blackness they thought we'll be good people for a couple years and then the black people stop complaining and then we can all we can all say hey we did it guys that's, high five that's not how that works and so i think you know when you see the new brass come in and at the leadership of these companies msnbc and cnn and they're like what we need to do is stop all this uh left talk and start talking to middle america and we just want to have conversations what they're low-key saying is it's time for us to let the conservatives back in the room it's time for us to start acting like their feelings are facts and 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 our facts are feelings and that way we can have a debate and it's time for us to just have you talked to a guy that's telling you as a black person the second amendment is what ended slavery and gave black people their freedom in america and the nra was the people that did it and you gotta sit there and not say a motherfucking thing you just gotta let him say it because that's his platform and be nice look nice and be nice oh you talking to him okay your ass is out of here yeah yeah and and a lot of that boils down to I've said this before and I'll say this again when you're talking about a lot of the, 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 those, uh, people that they were inviting. It's a lot of, uh, professors and people in academics that just, they just appeared off the air. Cause right. you know, the smart people, they would actually go to colleges and universities and shit like that, you know, and bring a lot of these highly, highly intelligent black people on, kind of quote unquote on both sides, but you know, and bring them on mm-hmm. to have these discussions. But after Obama, the phone stopped ringing. For some of them, it never rang again. Right. And it's one of those things where they might bring them on every now and then when something quote unquote big happens in the black or brown or LGBT community. But other than that, they actually don't want you and there. I, I think Don may it through kind of because trump singled him out mm-hmm. like i think if trump hadn't singled him out 
then don lemon doesn't make it through but trump singling don lemon out gave him like an extra couple years of life on the air because it was like oh we got the guy that trump's talking shit to and he's talking shit back and it's good for ratings and then you change the people at the top and their math their calculus their math on that is a little different this is the other thing i'll say about these moves Mm -hmm. i think this is a result of we're about to start talking about trump a lot again yes that's all you're telling me like 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 the more more this comes out the more more nothing has been learned all you're telling me is we get ready to cover him we get ready to talk about him we get ready to bring his cronies on we get ready to spread his lies we get ready to spread his rumors we get ready to do this fuck shit all the goddamn over again yeah and that's like i think they're saying we don't want you breaking the fourth wall when we do that like we well we the last thing we want is to look up and go here comes don telling everybody what we're doing is fucked up and we shouldn't have this guy on the air making a point to be like this guy's ridiculous when we want to have him on the next five shows in a row and, and here comes don fucking up the program i i think that's the vibes and it's like yeah he we'd rather just get him out of there and the next person to play ball because you can see that white woman that was on there with him was not about to challenge a motherfucking thing out that man's mouth she didn't she sat back and was like and and you could also tell from context clues the producers were in his ear telling them not to do that shit probably Mm -hmm. ask him this instead like they were trying to move on and he was like took his shit out his ear like i can't think when y'all talking to me like this and he wanted to go back at that man right like he wanted to break he wanted to break that fourth wall and be like nah let's have a real conversation and not just one where you sit here across the table and i gotta act stupid so yeah anyway that was um that's what happened with them today yeah and uh not to get off topic the the thing that really really how can i say it? it frustrates me because the this right here is where people quote unquote look for liberal views and liberal opinions and black and brown and others right Mm -hmm. and then when you have stations and and nobody's perfect but then when you have stations like BET and some of these other stations that go hey y'all we care about black shit we're gonna cover black shit we're gonna go in depth about black shit what does it get called ghetto what does it get called why 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 y'all pandering towards us don't nobody want that broke shit but they're the only people that's actually talking about the shit that you actually care about and it actually matters to you kind of in general but because the whitest man's ice is colder a lot of people automatically shit on it and quote-unquote consider it second class when they're like hey dog we're doing the same thing we might not be as big we might not have the same budget but we are giving you the things that you ask of us and then you turn around and you shit on us and call us second class class yep so um let's see what else happened uh north carolina man who allegedly shot a child over being over a ball fled to florida after the shooting um it was a six-year-old the basketball rolled into the man's yard uh robert lewis singletary black dude uh he turned himself into tampa florida police he's 24 years old he's being accused of firing a weapon at the young girl playing near his gaston home one teenage witness claims he became upset when a ball rolled onto his property singletary had previously complained about the child's toys ending up in his yard uh he yelled at children entering his yard to retrieve their toys when a parent confronted him about cursing at the kids another neighbor said they saw singletary come outside with a gun in addition to shooting the child uh identified as kinsley hildebrand her mother ashley hildebrand was grazed by a bullet sadly the little girl's father was shot in the back he remains hospitalized 
um despite the neighbor's account police have not confirmed that the shooting was over a ball singletary was new to the neighborhood and described as someone who hated children frequently yelling at youngsters and appearing angry when they were, were around his house since Tuesday's shooting, Singletary has been on the run at some point, making his way to Florida. It's unclear what ties he has to the state of any. My thing is, and I, I, I know it's, I mean, obviously gun ownership is the number one thing, right? But also, like, it's, you moved into a neighborhood not expecting children to be children, basically. Right. Um, and then, how does this not make your life more complicated? It, it was too inconvenient to let a kid get a ball but not too inconvenient to fucking shoot her her mom or dad and go on the run to florida like nigga you're going to jail jail how was this ever anger is so this is why i'm just i know anger helps get some shit done for some people but this is why i'm so wary of fucking anger because i stay out of anger what i keep thinking is that at in his mind at some point he thought this is a good idea because he was that angry yes they thought he was justified and you know and you know when people go i was blind with rage i'll just said i believe yeah i believe you can get so upset and 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 just get into that anger so bad you're still accountable for your actions but you can get into that anger so bad that you almost like blank out and then you come back you're like oh fuck what have i done yeah and then of course just the gun angle of this dumb shit Mm mm-hmm all these responsible gun owners are responsible until they not right everybody that do some irresponsible shit with a gun is a responsible gun owner until that second and that's crazy to me like that is crazy that we just let motherfuckers have guns like this uh, uh, anyway gail king and charles barkley announced a new primetime show called king charles is coming to cnn yeah uh i think i have like them talking about the uh about it coming to cnn um let me know if y'all can't hear it all right it's official king charles a different kind of royalty a brand new show hosted by award-winning journalist gail king and nba superstar charles barkley it will be debuting on wednesday nights on cnn this fall they may be now number one does he know that it's not king charles like we think you're the king because this said a different type of royalty and even though gail king seems to get top billing here it feels like is to charles he's like they're calling me the king that's what it seems like to me mm-hmm. announcement just moments ago on tnt's nba tip-off take a look what I think is so great for the both of us is that it's live TV. And to me, live TV is like working without a net. Don't you feel that? Yes, 100%. So, so whatever happens, happens. I like that. Uh, Charles always says, I can't get used to you guys calling him Chuckster. I'm so used to Charles, so I'll just <laughs> yeah. stick with Charles. Charles always says, I don't like a script. I like to have a little bit of a script. He I likes like Charlie a lot, by the Charlie? way. Oh, yeah. Please don't Do call you like Charlie. Charlie? I hate Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> when Charlie and I are on TV, <laughs> I, I just think that uh, we're both very curious people. This is the thing that excites me most. Neither one of us were looking. Well, I'll speak for myself. I wasn't looking for another job. Were you? No. I, uh, when they said something, I said, hell no, I don't want to be on TV more. And then this is when they first uh, brought it up. And I said, they said, what about Gail? I said, Gail who? They're like, Gail King. I said, oh, yeah, I'll work with Gail. Yes. That's the only way. And, I, I and we called each other. Yes, yes. She said, Chuck, I don't want to do TV anymore. I'm only going to do it if you want to do it. I, yes. said, I just told them the same thing. Exact, exact same thing. And so is the 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 thing the thing conceded the show 
i think it's like once a week four hour it's live they're gonna talk the news of the day they're gonna have guests charles barkley claims it won't be political it's not gonna be like other shows they're gonna just speak their minds and not be afraid unless you're gonna do morning mimosas like they do on uh american dad what is we talking about here yeah and it's and it's on cnn a primetime show um and i think this is the kind of stuff they want instead of don lemon Mm -hmm. because charles barkley is a low-key way of getting kind of like uninformed conservative views that are not fact-based that are very rarely rigorously researched that are not typically thinking man's opinions and it's a lane he shouldn't necessarily be in you know basketball i get it. he's like a basketball mm-hmm. clown in the in the bestest of ways yes, i, I don't even way. i love him i do not TNT. mean that as shade i mean i mm-hmm. love watching him be a just a basketball wind-up toy mm-hmm. that says funny stuff even when yes. it's denigrating the inner nba even when even when the jokes are on him because he doesn't know what he's talking about and they make fun of the fact he doesn't mm-hmm. that stuff is That's great to me it's why the tnt halftime show is better than the other shows in my opinion mm-hmm. but this shit they've tried this before Mm-hmm. they had that charles barkley we are gonna have a conversation shit and it went terrible it, it did like a few episodes and he went to like baltimore to tell them about black on black crime and, and why them niggas was like word why he supports the police and he's talking to mothers of people that were killed by the police mm-hmm, so like he, and, and, and what that. what what became evident in that clip is he was out of his depth and this feels like another some white person in charge over at cnn thinks this is a good idea and it's gonna reach all these people that we don't normally reach as karen said the people that are never coming right why cater towards them and you're just gonna piss off the people that used to watch yes and your ratings are going to you're serving put like this this shit serves nobody yep i agree like like and i get listen we're talking about it so there's a value to hey even you're talking about the announcement maybe you will watch i promise you this i won't they'll have clips they will go viral every week probably because they're gonna make sure they do they're gonna make sure we may even talk about it on the show i promise because that's the kind of shit he does you know and he's a big name this is why they're paying him right i guarantee you this the ratings won't they won't come back i guarantee you that because this shit has never worked it's never worked every time they do and this is not barkley's first rodeo with trying to do the political not really political show the i'm gonna be president because i understand the white people and the black people it's not gonna work it's the most it's the thing that people the black people who hate obama it's the it's the thing they hate about him the most except that's all charles barkley does you know it's denigrate black people in front of white people except that's his number one stick you know so i don't know it's uh it just seemed like a fucking waste of time and, and stupid um let's talk about something else karen mm-hmm. what's up a door doordash person a door doordash the the company mm-hmm. asked a driver's wife to complete an order after the driver was rushed to er no okay fuck karen, that food karen disagrees she wouldn't do it All no right. you better call again and request your money back bitch uh he got into a car accident while working his doordash job um and so this is april 15th uh it's in texas uh she says i was at work running my shift when i felt my phone go off i thought it was my boss calling me 
but when the store phone rang my co-worker handed it to me saying it's urgent on the other end of the phone she was told her husband been in a car accident he was okay but their car was completely destroyed after arranging the cover for her own job she got a ride to the hospital i was so stressed because even though i was told he seemed fine i had to see for myself to make sure right i cried so much because i was so worried about him seeing him on a stretcher just made me break even more thankfully none of the people involved in the accident were seriously hurt while the couple were waiting for the doctor he realized that his, the doordash order was still in progress he freaked out he tried canceling it but he was all over the place and he didn't know what to do i tried helping accidentally called the customer but i let her know any uh, anyways what happened i found a contact support button and i told it gave me a bot and after clicking the option to cancel it it was i was connected to an agent in a screenshot of the conversation miranda told doordash uh the support worker that her husband was in the emergency room and she wasn't sure how to cancel the order the support worker said too bad to know about the situation will you be able to complete the order no i will not i don't get paid doordash is not paying for me to do this yeah this must have been ai that's not is that a real person said that that's crazy mm, that was chat gpt i honestly let out a laugh when i was asked if i could deliver the food i showed my husband and it cheered him up a bit funnily enough honestly it didn't surprise me but at the same time my husband and i both had a are you fucking for real kind of thought in our head a DoorDash spokesperson for new told new league this interaction with our support team falls below the high standards we set for ourselves at DoorDash, especially during the distressing and scary time. We take these matters seriously, are urgently investigating. It wouldn't be surprising if it probably was a, I don't know, that might have, may have been a real person. It may have been a bot, probably a real person knowing some shit like that. Yeah. Wow. That is, <laughs> that's insane. Bitch, I don't work for you, no. Uh, listen, you need to make a left on, <laughs> make a I'm, left on I, MLK and I, finish this delivery. I'm not getting a, a, a full, uh, uh, what you call that, a, a W-2 from you, no right florida couple delivering instacart groceries was shot at because they drove to the wrong address and they are black yep yep i know it ain't a big thing but periodically if i remember i like to put like a little tray outside so that people go know that this is the house this is the place so they won't be trying to figure out what number yeah and my thing is uh if someone wrongly comes to our door i normally just help them out by not trying to kill them no i know it's a novel concept but why add attempted murder to the wrong address mix up you know i don't think that's a good sign get a ring doorbell and get on the horn and be like hey it's the wrong Wrong address address. yeah they like they did us they might drop that shit off anywhere and leave maybe don't go get your gun and murder them you know seem like a bad idea to me mm-hmm. but you know i'm just i'm just the kind of person that doesn't think you know i would like to go to prison forever <laughs> i don't think that's worth death because <laughs> you rang the door wrong doorbell I, I i just seemed to me like not a reason that's a little extreme not a reason for you no longer to exist on the fucking earth ever again <laughs> right because you confuse 617 with 619 and now you're dead because i'm fucking crazy apparently responsible gun owner though um all right uh public schools would have to display 10 commandments under a bill passed by the texas senate y'all kiss my ass y'all get on my nerves you know the question i always have for this have y'all never been to one of them like church overnight teen center situations i have okay those are the freakiest hoes on the planet all right mm-hmm. and the ten commandments and bibles and stuff is all up in them buildings okay everybody in there care. their finger banging 
okay at the lock-in they are getting down mm-hmm. okay like whole whole everything in there every sleeping bag just filled with with genital juices okay is these not you can't deter these people you know not to mention like the sex scandals and all these churches and shit like you can't deter people and if they if the kids want to do sin 10 commandments or not it's gonna happen mm-hmm. what it's so crazy yeah. i honestly and i know i don't wish this on any culture and i don't want them to be put in harm's way but as a thought experiment i always in my mind go to man what would happen if there was a town that had a big enough muslim population that they started trying to pass laws the way christians do people have a fit oh uh, yeah we want the words of the mosque uh of the quran we want them all over the fucking schools you know what i'm saying like uh we 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 don't want gay marriage either but for our re- for sharia reasons not for the christian reasons these fucking they would want to nuke a town of muslims that did that shit the fucking proud boys and all them up for the, the would show up at the three percenters they ever them motherfuckers wouldn't be talking about no religious freedom tucker carlson would be on tv he'd come back to fox news today and be like i'll take a pay cut i got to talk about these muslims mm-hmm. it's it's so crazy that as long as the extremists are, are christian we Everything can't say shit in america right this is insane that we let this happen separation of church and state right literally you know it's not enough to have to do the national anthem that says under god and shit what else do you need from us like god damn anyway i didn't really have a lot of jokes for that that was just stupid it is uh all right let's move to another segment um let's do some um uh you know let's do some uh fucking with black people all right let's talk about the articles that make us feel fucked with as black people baa speaks out after black marathon spectators say they were targeted we need to do better who who is the baa the head of the boston athletic association okay said that thursday that the boston marathon organizers need to do better to create a welcoming environment at the police officers blocked a predominantly black crowd of spectators from the course at monday's race god damn it boston okay and you wonder why it's so hard to root for jason tatum it's y'all it's not him the incident happened at a cheer zone at heart on heartbreak hill and boy those black hearts was broken where officers on the bus on bicycles formed a line between the spectators and the runners now why y'all couldn't do this when they bombed the marathon mm-hmm. y'all let them through the newton police department said it sent officers to the scene after the baa alerted them to spectators crossing the rope barrier and impeding runners on the course now okay all right i think i know what happened okay because i'm black too they was like fuck a rope here come keisha i'm gonna fucking cheer for my baby and they was crossing the line 
and getting in the street yeah getting in all in the way they might they probably was dapping some people yes it was like i see you girl they wasn't impeding nobody for real for real Mm -hmm. they're just coming out to be like to let keisha know she loved and they celebrate her yes and and then go down 10 more miles and meet her when she get there and you know white people take that shit personal it's it's yes they do it's the same rules at graduation and shit where it's like black people you know like hey don't don't talk don't you know don't yell don't stand up don't cheer don't clap and and they tell us all the rules and then you know it gets to the to the to the j's it, it get to get to you know get to them s's it get to the davises or whatever the fuck come on them walkings and all of a sudden it's them like jenkins and all of a sudden for a second it's like man fuck them rules come on you know for a second it's like man i only get one chance to watch my baby cross stay one chance i'm gonna go crazy for a little bit and it's only five to ten seconds maybe a minute at most right it's not gonna hold anybody else up maybe make the white people feel bad because they families don't go up for them like that but right you know and, and honestly low-key it kind of make the black people feel a little bit bad because even though they're going up for it, it's like nigga why you acting like i wasn't gonna graduate you know you look too happy mom calm down shit some of them might not have that's why i don't care don't don't tell everybody <laughs> like tell me that at the graduation dinner afterwards don't be out here <laughs> you cel- know us we cheer for everybody celebrating like i just hit a hole in one like come on you you, you know <laughs> i thought he was dumb and shit yes like nah fuck nah, that you could be summa cum laude and they would still cheer for your black ass like you barely that's, made it that's what i'm saying I, I so that's why i said for for both parties it could be a little <laughs> white people feel bad because they're not getting cheered on and black people feel bad because they like hey calm down a little bit i i did do the work y'all saw me do the homework because nigga i'm gonna chill i've seen n- niggas be coming out with big ass inflated pictures of you and shit they were like yes. we gonna we gonna let everybody know why we here bitch so anyway um they ended up retracting this they said we know that everyone who participates loves to celebrate the excitement of the race whether you're an athlete volunteer spectator or supporter however this year we did not deliver on our promise to make it a great day for everyone um they expressed to us their deep concerns that they were not given the chance to enjoy the day and celebrate their friends family and all participants as they approach heartbreak hill and that is on us yes also the fact that you didn't have like marathon workers and staff come out there you had the police meet them black people yes it would have been different if you would have had staff which means they actually kind of work and yeah. and and stuff like that you know not that they would have would have would have cared but it's just for the fact that oh they probably still would have been i mean they would have got videos made about them on social media and somebody would accuse them of being racist and you know all that stuff but to me that's better than sending the cops out there something way worse could have happened correct like you know i've seen and i'm not even saying it's always right i saw a clip i saw a clip on twitter of a black man accusing a white dude of being racist because he told him to put his matter of fact that's the next story fuck it anyway zero to a hundred oh this gets a hundred because i know they was just cheering for keisha brianna lashana tracy whoever else was running brian Mm-hmm. Laquan, they was just happy them people was in the race. Uh, yeah, I give it a, um, I give it a seventy-five. And bitch, I'm a chip for mm-hmm. you too. You know yeah. how hard it is to run a goddamn marathon. Okay, all right, go off, Ken. I will give it a seventy-five, uh, only because of the issue of apology. So I take twenty-five off. But you know, they definitely it was racist. I just can't think. I just don't feel like if white people 
did that shit um it would have went that way mm-hmm. you know that's my personal belief can't prove it but i know how i feel all mm-hmm. right i done seen college teams lose and white people tell up the whole fucking town turn over cars not a fucking police officer in sight exactly you know so uh that's that's my feelings on it as well um let me see if i can find oh yeah so let me show y'all this one this is not really an article i'm just this um this is an interesting for fucking with black people let me share my screen again uh i saw this on twitter shout out to my man george foster uh who shared this black man thinks white man was being racist because he asked him to turn his phone volume down racism is still real in georgia i can't believe bob tried me like that so we put racism is still real in georgia i can't believe bob tried me like that i don't know how to get the white girl voice on tiktok but clearly everyone adds it to everything (laughs) yeah the white girl talking is it not racist that they always that it's the white girl voice like do they have other voices you can use or is Mm-mm. everybody I, I, I default is the white girl voice i think that's a default i don't think you're allowed to pick anything else racism is it's just funny when your message is about racism <laughs> and the first voice you hear sounds like a karen you know <laughs> racism it's like a snarky white girl voice racism is real like what like i just i don't know i just feel like they should have another filter for when i want to share some racist like raheem voice come in or something not not this you know i don't want to be like emmett till was killed unjustly like what (laughs) anyway racism is still real in georgia i can't believe bob tried me like that what was it you what was it that you was asking me before you interrupted me with my dinner asking me um i feel like so this is the thing soon as he turned the phone on to try to get the person to say it again it's a performance now yes it is and it's just what it is we're all performing we're performing when we do the show but being that what you're trying to show us is supposed to be like a in the wild impromptu confrontation with racism putting on a performance almost makes it like okay is this sort of a skit is this a joke is this fake um but i don't think it's fake but only because of the way it ended because I turned it all the way down for you. Okay, but what was the issue? <laughs> Bob turning the background. Now, Bob is actually eating. This dude is performing with the, like, steak and the mm-hmm. knife. I don't feel like he actually eating. He mm-hmm. want to get the video. No, Bob back there in his chicken fried steak. Yeah, Bob, Bob in there dipping dip his biscuit in the gravy, like, and I appreciate you turning it down. It was loud. Was asking me, is there a reason why you would ask me to turn my phone down when there's a band playing music that I don't give a fuck about hearing? I'm so mad that he's not eating his food. <laughs> it's getting cold and shit. He's just chopping it up into little pieces. He's banging on, he is banging on his plate. Child, you eat that, you don't eat that food. Do you think it's appropriate for you to ask me, a 33-year-old, a black man, to turn his motherfucking phone down? You should know, you shouldn't say a motherfucking thing to me. So someone else said something about it but also like it is that thing where like everything he's signaling is to me not making him right in the situation it's like it's that thing that i don't like about like kind of online communities that are centered around grievance it turns into this hierarchy thing where if i am below you quote unquote underneath you quote unquote on the privilege hierarchy I get to be an asshole and you have to be like, I can't say nothing. That's a black person. Right. They have less privilege than me. To which I'm like, 
hey man mm-hmm. you can be an asshole black person who thinks having a loud ass phone in a public dining setting and interrupting everybody else's conversations and dinner you can be an asshole and someone can ask you hey can you turn that down and they don't be racist another black person could have been like can you turn that down and not be like man it, clearly you being homophobic now or clearly you being uh you you from the north and you hate southerners it's like no i hate people that interrupt my dinner with their loud ass phone in a public setting you have you heard of headphones you know <laughs> like what the fuck happened to us as a society i wouldn't like i know there's some people that hate the headphone thing but honest to god if you're gonna be watching your shit in public just put it on the headphone that's all people ask because nobody cares about what the fuck you're listening to we have a solution like you're walking out the house with that dare you to say some energy and then mm-hmm. turn it into like their problem and i this feels like a, if it wasn't a white man it'd be a problem because it was something else agreed but yeah let me finish this out my hand should be shaking while i eat my motherfucking chicken you ain't eating dog the food is getting cold first of all you're eating the chicken with a knife and a fork okay i didn't want to bring this up i didn't want to say this it don't look like you're eating. eating the chicken with the knife and the fork two your hand is shaking all this adrenaline is coming and this is one of the things we talk about all the time but it's like fam you're walking out the house out with without control of your own emotions because what this person said is really the kind of thing you should expect when you're playing your fucking phone loud in public in a space that's shared period whether it be a fucking subway train whether it be somebody's uh lobby waiting room it's just a shared space it's inconsiderate what you're doing no one can force you not to do it but he asked you to turn it off and then you start recording and making a bigger scene clearly you're the one who's triggered because the other option you could have had is i'm not turning it off i'm just gonna sit here and listen to my loud ass shit and let you be upset about it like something's not wrong with folks man not right with folks i mean now what you better do is talk to do to you over there and leave me the fuck alone he is child he's minding his business drinking his sweet tea eating his chicken fried chicken mashed potatoes and green beans Uh, yeah and it's always like the thing that you have to think about with all the shit you sat down recorded this hml whatever and sometimes at some point you uploaded this yes you did because you're so convinced that you're the one who's right maybe because you're angry or whatever you're so convinced you look unimpeachable and it's completely this man being an asshole and you were the one minding your business when i'm sorry i've seen black people white people people of all stripes being like bro we hate everybody who plays they shit loud on speaker for the rest of us because we just wanted to chill everybody didn't opt into being part of whatever your entertainment is Mm -mm. you know and i just keep like to me i like keep extending it because you know we're only getting half the story but you could keep extending it at what point because i'm sure there's people on the other side like but he didn't have to say nothing at what point would you say something like if they were playing loud ass music got a lot of cursing on it, and your kids were around if they were if they was watching porn would they if they were watching a movie that was stupid violent like at what point would you be like yeah brother you could you could keep that between y'all you know if you listen to a podcast that has like lots of cussing on it or some shit or you know shit that you know people gonna fight about or whatever it do seem like you wanted some shit all right here's the last 10 seconds
boy asked another black man to turn his motherfucking phone down no time soon again. And then he stopped recording. Alright, zero to a hundred. I hate to be like this, but this gets a flat zero because this all seems very performative to me. Um, and the whole thing could have been avoided yeah. <laughs> all together. So I'm like, oh, I guess. But you know, for me personally, I would have, I would have just had my headphones on or just be like, okay, my bad, and turned it down. Because that's the thing. He actually turned it down. You turned it down. That literally should have been the end of the interaction. That man is going on about his business, like. But because, like you said, back to you not having control of your own emotions, you allowing that rush of power, rush of adrenaline, that illusion that you're in control of the situation to help to to embolden you enough to hit record, to play, and to upload it. My favorite thing about this is how white man Bob or whatever kept eating his motherfucking meal. Like, right. he basically said, what I said was, could you turn it down? Uh, could you turn the phone off, please? Thank you. And then the dude was like, oh, did you did you see my hand shaking? And Bob was over there like, anyway, like I was saying, Mary, now that the phone is off, uh, what do you think about, you know, such and such? Like, he was mm-hmm. like, should we refinance the farm or not? Like, <laughs> right? he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and that was like what was missing. Like, if you, if, now, if this dude would have been calling him a racial slur, mm-hmm. even if it would have been like, turn your phone down and the dude was wrong for having his phone on, but if he was say turn the phone down inward, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, fuck this guy, a hundred, you know, fam. I'm sorry, I don't see what Bob did wrong. Mm-mm. If anything, the 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 part that fucks with me is the black person thinking, well, because I'm black, I'm trying to get all the black Twitter on my side to expose this dude, the like he did don't something go wrong. Outside. Yeah, like he did something wrong. This man didn't do shit. Mm-mm. Turn your fucking phone down. What the fuck? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like the shit was not, the shit was not that serious. Mm, I'm not fucked with it. All. Rude as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing, and this this does remind me so much of like the show beef and just what we talk about with internet fighting and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Bob don't be on Black Twitter. Mm-mm, don't give a damn about it. But white man Bob face was the face of everybody that sees somebody going off on some Twitter shit. Just like the you fuck. are for some reason extremely intense right now yes and, and i don't know why it is not that serious to me Mm-mm. just turn your phone you turned your phone down i'm fine right this is the end of the interaction as far as I'm. you want to have a talk to tiktok that's fine you know why because you're talking to tiktok the same way you talk to somebody sitting across the table from you and that wasn't the problem with me right i don't care about you talking <laughs> the problem was the music the problem was you and that loud ass fucking phone god man anyway zero for me I don't, i'm not bothered by it Mm-mm. uh white principal calls police on black girls who live in his gated community did they mm. go to his school uh i don't know i don't know uh the man's name is fred veen nindal he's a vice principal at sunnyside high school not sunnyside mm-hmm uh, after hours he was nearby his home which is in a gated community there were three that sounds like a powerpuff girl school <laughs> it does there were three black teenage girls he got into an argument with as a result he called the police on them he accused them of not being from the community in addition he called them section 8 people and ghetto girls he's now on paid administrative leave from the school and you they released say, a statement that's what you think about all your black students mm-hmm mm-hmm 
we are well aware of the video circulating and district started an investigation to the matter early monday the labels using the video do not align with our high standards that we have for our fresno unified teachers and staff we want to assure our families that having respectful inclusive and loving adults serving in our schools one of the utmost importance to sunnyside and our district as a whole sunnyside sounds so nice he was not sunny yeah he did not have a sunny disposition at all Mm-mm. anything i say is a bit scrambled you know? <laughs> um but yeah that's i mean of course he goes to their rival uh cloudy cl- uh, cloudy cloudy elementary <laughs> yeah this felt like more of a rainy day situation <laughs> yes um yeah apparently um there's video of it let me see if i can find it uh i guess this is the youtube of it Sunnyside High School in Fresno Unified is now on paid administrative leave. This was after he was caught on camera making what some would consider racist comments at two teenagers on his... Ghetto girls and Section 8 people, some would consider racist? Who are the ones who wouldn't? Jason Whitlock and his Owens? Like, who Ah! are are the people that wouldn't consider racist? It's amazing, but... Charles Barkley? Yeah, you use certain certain slurs they understand slurs about other people they go well they could be no we know what they what some, they meant some would say the n-word with the hard r is racist we'll let you be the judge at home stay off now this incident by the way happened off campus fox 26 News. oh well, thank god let's just let him keep working News reporter myra franco spoke with those teens today about what led to those comments and shows us the video you didn't even do nothing, so we recording you right now. That that you know that's harassment, right? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's harassment. You're a grown ass man. We're minors, though. Excellent. The video from Sunday shows Fred Viandal, a vice principal at Sunnyside High School, telling the girls recording he's on the board of directors at the Gated Community in North Fresno. Following the heated exchange, he appears to be talking on the phone with police when he says, "Officer, so how you like it in your face? Three section eight. How you like it in your face? Ghetto girls." Tyra Shrub has lived near the area. For- he clearly said it to hurt their, like he said it on purpose to hurt mm-hmm. their feelings. You could tell the way, the way it works. Uh, even if he was talking to the police or not, he really was saying that to get their goat. For four years, Regina Lewis six. So what led up to this? Shrub and Lewis say they were walking through the gated community to cut their walk in half. Shrub's mom tells me they actually have access to this gated community because they know somebody who lives here. She says her daughter and her friend actually take this area as a shortcut so they avoid walking the whole way around to the store. They say the shortcut usually saves them around 10 minutes, but this time they took even longer when they spotted the man recording them. What hurts, they say, are the words he used. Why would you even say some stuff like that for minors? Yeah, unnecessary. You don't have to do all that, you know? Like, you don't have to rush. This is, I mean, uh, good on them for maintaining their calm. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It does something to me to 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 know that even our kids have to, in the face of insults like this, they're the ones being adults here. They're the ones that are being reasonable. He the one acting like a child. Because those are reasonable questions like, we're fucking, we're minors you're saying racist stuff to us why you know and and of course he's he's the one acting like a child ignoring their comments and then calling them ghetto and stuff mm-hmm. he the one acting quote-unquote ghetto acting territorial and aggressive profiles for no reason like i feel so bad because like i'm as a black woman i should be able to walk you know and do just walk peacefully without you know people being racist for no reason 
They say they found out he was a vice principal at Sunnyside High School after posting the video to social. Shout out to Black Twitter CSI. They be on it. Don't we will they? find you. <laughs> Media. Fox 26 reached out to Fresno Unified, who confirmed it has a copy of the video. In a statement, the district told us we are aware of the video circulating and the district started an investigation into the matter early Monday. The labels used in the video do not align with the high standards we have for our Fresno Unified leaders and staff. And we want to assure our families that having respectful, inclusive, and loving adults serving in our school is of the utmost importance to Sunnyside and our district as a whole. In Fresno, Myra Franco, Fox 26 News. Now, the teenagers tell Myra Fresno police never showed up. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is if he really was even on the phone with the police. Right. Did he even call? I wouldn't, because I really think the way he said it to me sounded like he was trying to insult them under the guise of i'm on the phone with the police but even the fucking police wouldn't like as racist as the goddamn cops are even they would be like whoa whoa whoa, whoa don't put us in that shit Mm-mm. you know yep. <laughs> like, like they don't that ain't the way they like their racism man if you say i got two niggers outside they're they're like oh they, we can't hit record fast enough to be like we didn't say that we did not say that okay like oh let us get it give us a chance to turn our body cams off and the thing is the police record everything so trust if there would have been a police call it would have been out in the open so but like this black twitter says i would have found that police call i'm sorry but the only principal we allow to talk like that is joe clark (laughs) (laughs) he he the only one you're killing your brain cells. You smoke crack. You smoke crack, don't you? That's the only one we're allowed to talk like Jump. that to the, to the black kids. Do it expeditiously. Karen, zero to a hundred. <laughs> I just get a hundred. Yeah, I, a Dracar is for me, man. I just, uh, the kids, man, the fucking babies. <sighs> like, I just hate, I hate that our, our kids don't get to be kids. Like, Mm-mm. we don't live here, of course, like we just cutting through. What the fuck were they going to do? what did you expect them to do man like they can't walk through your neighborhood and you and by nature i bet you that means that gated community is in an area where black people stay and that's why the fuck they got gates is to keep them out Mm -hmm. and you can't walk through there to take a shortcut you know to get home save 10 minutes it's a fucking community and you're a fucking principal you should know a community is made up of more than just the people that stay in your gated fucking area dude mm-hmm. and i can't imagine the worry of the parents man because now it's like anything could have happened you know we still you know still getting information on ralph y'all uh we didn't even bring this up last week but you know the kid i think we did bring it up but not under fucking with black people but the kid that was trying to pick up his brothers went to the wrong address white man goes and gets a gun and fucking shoots him almost kills him oh but it was in the car right yeah yeah uh, not in the car no different oh. one different one um the, you know but but it's like our our the parents in our community are already so fucking worried when their kids leave the house mm-hmm. because it's not just normal american gun violence that's killing us too it's a bunch of other factors as well and one of those factors is racism mm-hmm. and something as simple as like something that no white kid would ever have to worry about like oh yeah you got to walk through this neighborhood to get home and and you they might call the cops on you like you wouldn't the only way they would call the cops on some white kid walking through a neighborhood is if the white kid was a criminal you know what i mean like they knew he was a criminal they wouldn't assume 
but but black kid yeah you don't belong here your skin just tells me ghetto section eight fuck you you know because those words are really talking about their housing and the assumption that if you don't live here you must live in the ghetto because you're black just uh, yeah dracars for me dracars <laughs> um all right let's get into uh let's get into uh let's do some guest stories It's time to guess the race. 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 That's right, guess the race time. We're going around the globe finding articles, guessing the race of people involved. Uh, a woman dumped her boyfriend as he wouldn't let her post pictures of him on social media. When she suspected he cheated, she turned to TikTok to find out the truth. In February 2021, uh carlito victoria had just about had it with dating apps exhausted by the lack of face-to-face connection she decided to tell a man she had been chatting to on hands that she was planning to delete the app he was persistent and he still wanted to get to know her and ask for her number she said adding that they then began dating and eventually got into a serious relationship she's 38 years old she told an insider she noticed early on that her boyfriend was quite private about the relationship saying he told her within the first month of dating that he did not want to post a picture of someone he was going out with on social media until he was engaged at the time victoria who's based in north carolina was compassionate about his preference assuming that he had, he was being cautious to not prematurely share a relationship with the world if it wasn't going to work out however 10 months later around the holiday season she thought the relationship had grown serious enough that it warranted her posting a picture of them both on social media to her shock her boyfriend insisted that he did not want to be featured on her accounts his decision led to a series of arguments between the pair and they eventually broke up she had broke up with him on suspicion that he might have had ulterior motives for not wanting to go public their relationship now it is interesting his excuse was until i proposed sounds like he hadn't proposed in 10 months so nothing had changed for him maybe he really meant that shit yeah some some people are very proud like that's the conversation that people need to have because everybody don't want everything about their lives on social media now that being said if you are cheating that's also a great built-in way to be able to cheat in peace that's to find out whether her suspicions were correct she turned to tiktok asking viewers if anyone knew her ex-boyfriend or had seen him with another woman (laughs) that's wild she's she's like well we're not together now i can't post a picture her post went viral and put the former couple under a microscope of online criticism that hugely eroded their privacy but still she believes she took a necessary step to find out the truth about what happened um so she oh been- oh you crazy i am the fuck is this <laughs> who her yes okay although her boyfriend expressed some concern she eventually did share a montage of photos of them both on tiktok putting a sticker over his face to protect his privacy but according to victoria he asked her to take it down because he was worried people would be able to identify him by his tattoos now i will say i don't know the rules of this and i'm glad i'm not in this dating game i see it all the time where i feel like especially women have a boyfriend launch party okay y'all know what i'm talking about social media niggas let you down and it takes stages it's not just a boyfriend like one launch it's like a soft launch Mm-hmm. that's when you start posting like pictures that oh, obscure his face like yeah, his uh, face is cut out yeah somebody taking a picture of you but it ain't you 
yeah soft so you might get your hands you're you're in hawaii someone clearly took a picture of you in the bathing suit and you didn't post any pictures of you hanging out with your girls probably some nigga being a photo person probably some photos of y'all together we're not seeing that's the soft launch Mm -hmm. then you know after a certain amount of time you have a little bit more of a launch of like you know you put his body in the picture but his face is a little cropped out Mm -hmm. you know your hand just happens to to be blurring it sticker over the face Mm -hmm. you so you get that where it's like oh she's dating somebody but you know and then maybe that's when you start saying stuff like talking to bay the other day or you know yeah you gotta slow roll it because you can't out here too proud niggas will let you down and no matter how good you are at this shit no matter how how righteous you are the 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 post about you know hating every man goes down a little bit it jumps just a little bit it don't matter how righteous you are it don't matter it don't matter if it's your brand it's just people can't help it it's like when people are cheating and they start talking mean to the person they love quote unquote that they're cheating on and you're like man you think as a cheater that would be when you keep you you put it on thick that's when you gotta be, do the biggest i love you baby i just can't make it home tonight but you know i love you girl i can't wait to see you blah blah blah. and then you go out and cheat and then she's never the wiser right no no i listen to cheaters i watch the show when they make that phone call so i was like bitch what you want and it's like oh my god she's gotta know you're cheating you know damn nigga can't you see i'm sucking some dick god damn like, you, gonna, you gotta eat dinner every night like it's like it's just you can tell from the context clues this person is a cheater yes. and, and what i'm saying in this situation like the, the, when you're when someone is liking someone in love with somebody or whatever they can't help it they naturally get a little softer I'm, i know I'm, i hate to be giving away the game but yes everybody i notice and i bet we all notice when you're mm-hmm. like man she used to really bash the men she kind of fell off a little bit mm-hmm. she'll get she got a little gentler like we get a performative ba- man bashing every once in a while but it's not the same yeah, intensity. like it used to be you know like when that nigga dumped her it was every day five days a week you know it was like oh man ba- man bashing content uh creator you know what i'm saying <laughs> that was a, I'm a, a jam i feel you though i'm a man bashing influencer you know what i'm saying and so you start to see that soft and you see a couple of the hypothetical bays but no names and then you get the hard launch and the hard launch always goes like this 20 million pictures of you and this nigga and it goes back a long ways yeah it ain't no picture it ain't just one like oh oh i we went to a wedding together and this is my day this us at venice his is at the beach we we <laughs> we went to go see bruno Mars. people go nigga that was five months ago it's every picture you didn't post at the time that we was like oh wow she went to the bruno mars concert by herself i see you girl do your thing you don't need no man to go to no motherfucking concert you make your own money and then you be like and then <laughs> and then you think later like i wonder who took that picture anyway that's crazy it seemed like it was taken from a high angle like a tall person took it but <laughs> right the, the the anger is coming down on her it was two drinks on the table but maybe you know she drank two I, drinks i mean we see we seen one drink or two straws but yeah. you know i ain't think nothing about it i ain't think nothing about it you it's know just, maybe she was double fisting i don't know she was my name you know, <laughs> it's her business i just thought she looked good in the dress or whatever and eventually you get the you know the full fledged like oh yeah it's she's been with this nigga over time so what she did was all the soft launch he wouldn't let her do a hard launch she did a hard launch after it was over 
here is this nigga in his face so of course the internet got involved okay and you have no control once they get involved people started sharing their opinions on like you're violating his privacy Mm -hmm. how they feel about their privacy oh he definitely cheating on you oh you look stupid all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh he had been posting pictures of himself with family and friend members at the time friend and family members at the time and she thought his rule of not wanting her on social media pages was a sign that he was not committed to the relationship so he was posting pictures of his own on his account but not with none with her Mm. he kept saying he wanted to marry me but he wasn't really taking the steps to really invest in me i kept thinking there's no way this rule could be that important more important than what we have well okay you found out (laughs) there's one way to find out right and that's what made me think there's got to be someone else in the picture and she must be important because i don't know anyone who would sacrifice a relationship with somebody they'd love for a rule it happens to people every day Mm people have these rules for a reason sometimes so when it came time to celebrate the one year anniversary in february she said she decided to break the relationship up since her partner still did not want to go public on social media even though she had met his family invest a lot of time to the relationship by that point so she shared with tiktok this video the story and um she said um in the video she shared a picture of her boyfriend's face disclosed his name derwin in spite Darwin, in spite of his previous demands for online privacy in the hopes that someone would recognize him at that point she said, i felt like i didn't have anything to lose i was livid i knew that the video would expose him and me to the world and open up a can of worms but i felt like it was worth it to find her the post went viral receiving 12.3 million views Got him! and several prominent creators on the app shared it to spread the word she told the insider she then received a message from a woman saying her cousin had been seeing the same man for around two years <laughs> so what do you do because i definitely felt like this was kind of a wild thing to do but what do you do when you're right now being said the fact that you even had all these questions and posted it to me the relationship was over mm-hmm. even if you put this video out and uh nobody came back and said he was cheating it wouldn't matter the fact that you did this means you can't just go back to not crazy uh (laughs) the woman whose cousin victoria said was dating derwin did not respond to multiple attempts to reach her for comment she was like keep me uh, 12 billion people don't need to be in my business ain't that the truth uh she had no idea what it was like to have millions of people watch her on on one of her tiktoks while the overwhelming majority of people expressed support for her she was shocked by the negative some of the com- you put it to everybody sis you you expected 100 percent compliance come on now mm-hmm. come on now even if you share something kind of wholesome it's somebody that don't like that shit yes, once you so. get to the millions of people mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh people made remarks about her ex-boyfriend's appearance about her appearance like people come well hold up everything. now hold up you served him up yes you did not only did you put him out there as this you put him out there as this nigga probably cheating on me can y'all help me did you think the internet was gonna be like well we're not gonna talk about his appearance now what happens is as they talk about his appearance they're really talking about is your taste yes they are and what you were settling for dealing with so they think they're helping you like girl he ugly anyway but also they're saying like what you don't want to admit is this the nigga that broke your heart and you was in love and now they like this nigga ain't shit and it's like no 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 these oh, he's, 
he's not shit for cheating but he was he was fine until i found that out right no Mm-mm. not according to them <laughs> we just met him and we all hate him <laughs> uh but yeah she said it made her feel uncomfortable yeah and of course like what does it say about his body what does it say like you know th- this happens all the time you know uh internet uh, roof don't live on the internet Mm-mm. uh so she asked the viewers in a follow-up video not to send hate comments to him or his family or workplace oh girl please oh now now it's on the end now you expect the internet to have <laughs> well, that ain't how this works i hope she don't know that's not how none of this this works. is my least favorite thing about internet harassment shit is when you put somebody on the internet in a way that you know will probably lead to them being harassed but in order to play the good person you're like please don't do the it's like what do you mean please don't you literally were saying please do <laughs> anyway uh, she said don't send hate comments to him his family workplace telling the side that she thinks sometimes the internet take things too far become a dangerous place she did not it's find the a, internet. she did not find the positive comments as helpful as she initially thought she would either where other women who have previously gone viral for divulging the ins and outs of their relationship breakdown online have told insider they found the online community support comforting victoria said she ultimately did not find it truly satisfying particularly in the proportion of to the pain of heartbreak yeah because your heart was broke that's the real truth mm-hmm. all this other shit was you trying to i don't know Over that up yeah mm-hmm. it does not feel good to look at those comments but no one is here in this apartment with me while i'm crying right no one is here to pick me up off the floor tell me how loved i am they don't love me Mm -hmm. they might love an aspect of me a part of me i show online but no one is here it's just me that has to go through the healing process girl that was always the truth right and like putting your business out there for millions of people was not gonna change a goddamn thing not about how you feel internally about yourself nope yeah it's that it's that whole thing about when you go looking like yeah anger is sad with no place to go yes it is uh despite the consequences of going viral on her former boyfriend she thinks posting the video was worth it because she believes it helped her find out the truth a truth that was gonna do what for you you had all the information you needed straight up like i I guess you know i guess it maybe you feel like there's closure but clearly you're still hurting it doesn't change the pain and like you knew this nigga was on some grimy shit the whole time or you wouldn't have posted it with that much like please go find out the evidence mm-hmm. you know maybe he maybe it's because of the gaslighting of it and that's why you need to know and you know easy for me to say because it's not bothering me but i guess as a person that has watched a lot of cheaters it's just like it you know you all everybody that called that show know yeah they do the evidence they already never, know the answer having the evidence never really changes shit because either the person lies or tries to make it their fault or they say they're sorry but it doesn't really mean anything you know anyway she said i did what i did what i think i think that what i did was the right thing to do because i had to know needed to walk away with clarity all right karen guess the race black karen's going black let's check the chat room see what they believe um let's check yeah it's probably gonna take them a second You, you guys know they're very contemplative with their racism black says yeti with an exclamation point uh <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it's serious white durban like white dante white oh i'm i don't have his picture i meant hers but i guess i could go find his picture too i just have to go on tiktok and see what the video looks like <laughs> uh my boyfriend told me that i could not post a picture of him we've been together for a year and he told me i am not allowed to post a picture of him 
not the other way around. I've never asked him to post me. He made it clear in the beginning of our relationship that he did not want to post me until we were engaged, but never did he tell me that I am not allowed to post a picture of him. So I'm not allowed to post a picture of my boyfriend that I've been with for. We got that part, sis. Let's get to this nigga's face. Let's, what, what's happening? What's, what's going on? This is taking way too long. For whatever reason, I, I, I hope it was worth it okay all right i do have both races now and i'll just skip right to the answer black because i left one person got it wrong it seems but derwin is is one of them names for sure um but i guess you can kind of see his face there mm-hmm. so that's him they look like kind of a cute couple you mm-hmm. know <sighs> that's sad it really is his face do look like she better not post this <laughs> all they missing his mustache like got a curl up on the ends yeah well he was a villain maybe you could say it was his evil twin that was cheating <laughs> well that's sad for her you know but ultimately mm-hmm. i think it was it was always sadness that she was dealing with of course uh all right let's do another one man nabbed on cocaine rap was doused in mystery milk substance what uh t- this was it vitamin d his name is anthony coleman hill the uh 28 year old floridian was arrested this month for cocaine possession after police responded to a 911 call about a trespasser acting erratic and doing drugs <laughs> outside of a 7-eleven in orlando oh not the 7-eleven upon arriving at the convenience store cops spotted coleman hill smoking what appeared to be illegal narcotics uh he allegedly was displaying signs of narcotic impairment reportedly that even mean? reportedly said that he had been smoking the molly a search for coleman hill yielded a small bag of cocaine from a pants pocket according to an arrest affidavit Coleman Hill was arrested on a felony drug possession charge and booked in the Orange County Jail, where he remains locked up in lieu of a thousand dollars bond. Uh, he transported to jail without incident and gave no insight into why he appeared to have been doused by a milky substance. Karen, guess the race. Anthony Coleman Hill. Three names white. Uh, Three names cocaine, white. not crack white. All right. Guess I'm old. Okay, that's what somebody said. Um, Guess I'm old. Me too, baby. Salamander skin white. Serial killer three names white, says June. Narcotic equal nigga. Black. Coke orgy white. (laughs) That's where the milk came from. It was a bukkake and and cocaine party. Oh, no. Three names of Florida at 7-Eleven. White trifecta white man. Cocaine white. Dahmer white. PNP white. This is a black. Karen says white. The correct answer is black. Uh, some people got it right. Oh no! What is that? Milk of magnesium? What is that? I don't know. I think it's milk of magnesia, but yeah, I don't know uh, what that is. In I don't know. Ugh. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, let's Old get milk to- sour cream. Ugh. All right, let's <laughs> let's go to the to the bonus round. Karen's one and one. Yeah. 
It's time to get the race. 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 Uh, a Christian OnlyFans star says she feels more connected to her faith since she kickstarted her kinky career seven years ago and now believes God put her on earth to help liberate other women from their sexual shame. Courtney Tillia, 35, made the declaration during an interview on Sunday saying, God's message has been abundantly clear. I'm here to be a porn star. This is my way of serving. Mm. Well, they do stay on their knees. The more ah! <laughs> the mom of four, who she probably has a video collection of the exact day they were born. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the good news. You know, the good parts. Uh, she worked at a, as a high school teacher, but found that her life lacked meaning and her spirituality was suffering as a result. Right. Because like God didn't put you on earth to lead these kids to education. Come on before i left teaching i felt super disconnected from myself and also god i didn't know what my life's purpose was or how i was meant uh to help others not teaching that wasn't it mm-hmm. in 2016 she found the courage to quit the classroom and begin the only fans account with the support of her husband nick the ex-educator or should they say xxx educator come on guys uh admits that this that was initial what that was initially felt she felt ashamed of her x-rated escapades before she slowly began to realize that her strict christian upbringing was causing her guilt hey you see this all the time you see this all the time like shame is so tied shame and guilt is such an integral part of religion and it gives people so many complexes about shit that is mostly fucking harmless yes but like they they can't not equate it with shame and then they make it everybody else's issues next thing you know the 10 commandments on your high school fucking gym <laughs> on the wall because these motherfuckers can't stop looking at titties without feeling bad um i had so much sexual shame on my own at first i remember being at a photo shoot with several that had several porn stars and i was so triggered i could feel the judgments that society and religion that distilled to me and i was very aware of it uh that part of me felt like their sexual choices and expressions were wrong and immoral i even felt wrong by the association in that moment but that didn't feel like god telling me to feel that way then our only fans quickly took off with fawning fans helping her to shake off the shame she had acquired mm-hmm. yeah them dollars. shaking that money right where them dollars at <laughs> yeah. right don't get paid that in school right is she like twerking to to, to uh kirk franklin like how's that work mm-hmm. um so then empowered by the joy you know you know she was empowered now that she brought her new subscribers as well as the boon to her bank account the liberated mom recognized her new career was actually part of god's plan yeah i know i bet the, the church was judging till them 10 percent ties came in on sunday they was jumped, like, didn't they? girl do what you gotta do okay i'm gonna subscribe all right the only double penetrate we care about is double penetrating the hearts of every christian in here uh i now reject any teaching or institution that depict god as an entity to be feared or to be judged by god is loving not fearful and accepting not judgmental exactly okay uh we are not meant to suppress or deny things like our pleasure and sexual expression instead we're meant to enjoy and embody them fully as god has intended exactly they never tell you about how god impregnated mary probably was a good time 
i mean if he's pure joy and love i mean why would it just be just the baby just magically start appearing like there's probably some freaky diggy stuff going in there um tilia told the daily star that she helps other repressed women fully enjoy their bodies saying sexual pleasure is unified with god and holy back in 2021 adult actress had told the post that she had even started her own life coaching business to help other ladies embrace their sultry sides i work with hundreds of women all over america australia europe and everywhere i'm helping those clients break through the shame and guilt that's been imposed upon them for wanting to be free to express their sexiness meanwhile the beauty has been raking in considerable amounts of cash since she started her OnlyFans. yeah the fact she's doing this interview in front of everybody tells me she making the kind of money that's like i ain't working a regular job again anyway never again right. i ain't gotta worry about filling out an application to a school mm-hmm. so uh last year she revealed she had made millions of dollars since starting the sultry subscription page i feel better than i ever have in my life i've changed my life financially i'm charged i'm changing the lives of other women i'm happy just doing me karen guess the race oh white all right let's go white let's check the chat room see what they believe um the joy of sex white miss fizzle teaches twerk 101 before sunday sermon white this is a white woman they would never write this positively about a black woman and her sexuality not drake's god's plan playing in the background on those only fan videos white only white a white will turn this into a business so quickly alabaster angel white god said to lay hands of love on you brother she said god i could do better with no hands love on my brother white tithing through them tigo white titties busted wide open becky white she's a white damn i think everyone said white let's say court courtney cox white the correct answer is white <laughs> i wonder if people with religious hangups are gonna go find her and feel like they can jack off to her you know mm-hmm. like the people that deal with the religious you know like the jail coat bands of the world that you know jack off with the tears of christ in their eyes are they gonna go support her she's built man um i don't know if she's a bodybuilder but you know she's definitely in amazing shape Shape, right you know you can't really see anything from the back so we don't know if she's a pog you know but she is white um i don't think she is because pogs like to let you know right yeah that's true like she went from critical race theory to critical interracial theory if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's her story and, oh actually because that picture right there oh yeah yes i mean she's that she look like she handles some weights but i don't mm-hmm. i just don't know if she's a bodybuilder yeah no problem um but yeah there you go guys um shout out to the christian porn stars we love to see it okay amen <laughs> she has sales for like easter and stuff mm-hmm. you know for her for her content oh you know she does you know she has special days oh it's sodom and gomorrah saturdays <laughs> going down <laughs> joseph sunday don't miss it you're gonna be a pillar of salt oh no all right <laughs> there's a lot of incest in the bible so we got that going oh man college student who killed a man with a sword sentenced twice to 55 years in prison 
sentence twice yes he got a second 55 year prison sentence um uh from the connecticut court he attacked two people with a samurai sword killing one severely injuring the other in the second sentence that is identical in length for peter manfredonia 26 who was also who also fatally shot a man to kidnap his girlfriend before leading police on a six-day manhunt god damn hey we're doing it all he was a senior studying finance and mechanical engineering at the university of connecticut and he just flipped according to his arrest record he fatally struck 62 year old theodore demers with a sword outside the man's home in willington connecticut he also attacked the man who came to the rescue john franco who was 80 years old leaving him with severe injuries to his hands neck and head he broke into a nearby home took a third man hostage for 24 hours a day oh. later he drove across the street to derby fatally shot a former classmate and then kidnapped the classmate's girlfriend he let her go physically unharmed at a rest stop in new jersey after a six-day search police arrested him at a truck stop in Hagerstown, maryland without incidents on wednesday the wow def- yeah the defendant was sentenced to 55 years in prison for the second killing and kidnapping on thursday he was sentenced to an additional 55 years in prison for the sword attacks yes get his ass between the two cases he pled guilty pled guilty to five counts of murder assault kidnapping and home evasion both of his sentences will run concurrently he agreed not to seek early release as part of his plea yes. oh so you're gonna serve all of them do the whole 55 the victim and their family in both cases agreed to the plea bargain after months of discussion um so yep yep go ahead and get him out of here good job everybody all right that's it thanks for listening everybody we'll be back later on throughout the week until then i love you i love you too